0: This is the Post-America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post-America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post-America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker.
1: Okay, so this is our first ever uh, podcast from quarantine. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Everybody, uh, Richie, Chris, say hello to the people. Hello. What's up, everybody? And we're doing this via Skype and uh, get some content out for the people because they've been begging for it.
0: Yeah, for real. Emails are going crazy. Messages going crazy. Uh, people need us. The world is falling. They don't know where to go for true information, for hope for justice for inspiration so now we're back
1: it's crazy how many uh you know we've been reviewing like old episodes and stuff and you know we called a lot of current events over the years since we've been since we started this we called a lot of shit and this one here is like probably the eeriest one
0: yeah, this is, uh, I mean, yeah, we kind of called this scenario as a possibility that would expose the true leadership of this country as absolutely what it is inept. And, uh, but yeah. yo, when did we start this podcast? Did we start it before Trump or? Yeah, we
1: started before Trump.
0: Okay. We've been doing it so long. It's like, sometimes I'm like, nah, we haven't really been doing this that long, but yeah, we have. Yeah. Crazy, but yeah, we we talked about this scenario, and uh, it's something. It's not it's not crazy because a lot of people talked about this. A lot of uh, a lot of doctors mentioned this. Past presidents mentioned this. You hear, it, you know, look at so many movies based on this type of possibility. It's a real thing, oh. you know, and then it finally happened. You know,
1: it's really crazy, man. It's like, yeah, pe- it's something that. I saw that movie Outbreak the other day because it was on Netflix, like trending on Netflix. You know what I mean? I was like, ah fuck it. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Let me go ahead and watch this thing. So I watched it yeah. and I'm like, Man, this is like such a
0: a prophecy. I went to
1: my I went to my little brother's house a couple oh. of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Before like the quarantine was like really in effect. And uh we played this this board game. My little brother loves board games. And we played this game called called pandemic and it's holy shit it's a um uh, like a, co- a cooperative game or something like that where basically everybody all the, the players are on the same team and the game is designed to beat all the players simultaneously so you you're basically working together as a team to stop a world pandemic and holy player crap! player has like has a different role and uh <laughs> Yo, this game was so frustrating, and it was so, we played it at the hardest level that you could play it at, and it took us about eight tries probably to beat the game, and we played until, it was Anthony was with me, and we played until like, I don't know, it was like 1.30 in the morning uh, when we finally beat it, and it was like such a relief when we did it, but it was huh. such a frustrating thing. This is a stupid little board game. It's not, this isn't even close to a real pandemic. Yeah. This isn't even close to actually trying to stop an invisible virus that's jumping surface to human, human to surface, airborne, coughing up, you know what I mean, traveling from people's coughs and sneezes. It's not even close to that. How it's a, a game, yeah. Can you stop an invisible virus from spreading to all of humanity? This is insane.
0: Well, check this out. Okay, we have the situation that it is, where people get infected real easily. But it's not a it's not a insane fatality rate. But imagine if it was. Imagine if it was the kind of sickness. Imagine if it was Ebola, but with this type of <laughs> contagiousness, if that's a word. Yeah. Where if you get Ebola, you, Ebola, you're almost sure done. Like if you end up getting it, just like it's a wrap. Like. So imagine if this had that fatality level, but this infection level, and isn't that certainly possible for a future pandemic? If so, within three or four weeks, everything would be done.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, this is crazy
1: to be a mild version of, of what could be, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. I guess the, the closest thing you would get is, is like the black death, like in the late middle ages, when like whole, you know, towns and villages and families and by the generation were just wiped out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, if like if the same response time that we had during this, but we were dealing with a more deadly virus that kills once, once it's caught, once it gets you. I mean, what could they really do? Like, they could three weeks later say, "Okay, stop going out, and it might help a little bit, and give us a year and a half to figure out." It's a, it's a wrap. It's over. So, this is a wake-up call for sure, man. I mean, unless you just are one of the people that don't believe this, you know. I mean, there's are there are those people that just think that it's it's all a hoax, you know.
1: Even if you don't believe it, even if you don't believe in the actual disease, right? It doesn't even matter. Definitely exposing. The, the how fragile the system is. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, so, absolutely.
1: Regardless of if it's a, if it's a real disease or not, which it is, I, you know, we 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 at this by this point, we all know somebody who's died from it. I know, I, I'm I i do not know personally, but I'm one set one degree of separation removed from two people who died from it. Yeah. Um, so. But regardless well, the thing. if you believe that or not, it just exposes the how fragile the system is and how what and how connected the
0: system is globally. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the problem though. Even if you don't believe this, it doesn't matter. You're still in the mix. There's still everything's still shut down. You're still told you can't work like the rest of us for the most part, unless you're an essential worker. You're still a victim of the circumstance real or not so you could play games you want and you could look at videos where they go to a hospital and say look at the hospital it's not even doing any business this is fake you know i'm seeing those all over the place now
2: uh yeah but how many of them have gone inside the hospital to see exactly
0: it's i'm just saying people you know they they grasp they 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 just see these things they pull them in and it's almost like a way for them to feel a little better about what's really going on i think in a lot of cases like a defense mechanism you know because they don't want to believe that this is possible but i mean this is this happened before the age of mass media you know who was responsible for what chris mentioned the black death the governments of the world (laughs) no nature nature itself You know, it could happen. It has happened before. It will happen again. I'm just saying for the people who are separating themselves, acting like they're they're not sheeple and that this is a plan and a hoax. (laughs) They're still in the same situation. We all are, you know, facing certain financial disaster, you know, possibility of. Low supplies and food, if this continues, we'll see what happens. But
1: yeah, it's a crazy, crazy thing. You're in a riot, you know, there's a riot happening around you, and you say, Oh, I don't believe in the riot. I don't believe in the cause of the riot. I don't believe in it. It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. Exactly. You got to prepare yourself
0: beforehand
1: for the possibility of riot.
0: And the best thing to do is act like that riot is real because it certainly is real. Yeah. You know, Um, but crazy times.
1: Like now that I, you know, I'm I'm a licensed Pennsylvania real estate agent. And so looking at properties is like a daily, uh, it's a daily thing for me, seeing what listed, what's sold, what's, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing what's going on in the local market. And, um, it really makes you, it, it, uh, for number one, I'm really glad that I bought the property that I did buy. Mm -hmm. Um, for the reason that it had, I have adequate land to grow food and I have water on the property, like running water and standing mm-hmm. smart
2: move. Nice. So
1: I'm really happy that I have the property I have, but yeah. the downfall, that's, that's one thing. You know what I mean? If you're like into like survival and you know, that, that type of stuff, which I'm not like, I, I don't know how to fucking hunt. I'll be honest. I don't know how to. I'll hunt, teach you. I'll spin. teach you. You know what I mean? My, my, my little brothers are like, like woodsmen, like they hunt and fish and do all that stuff. I'm I'm not like, that's not, that's never been my thing, but if I had to learn it, I would, you know? Um, but at least now I have the opportunity. We definitely have like a huge garden going in my house. Like there's, there's reasons to own property and there's value in actual land. Um, being a realtor, like you start to see the value of land and like in certain climates, world climates, certain land has value for completely different reasons. So like reasons that people were looking for homes a month and a half ago are completely different for the reason people are looking for homes now, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just funny how things can change like that. So what's, what was important was being close to, uh, you know, oh, I want to be close to schools. You know, I want to be close to the middle of town so I don't have to drive so far. Now that's like mm-hmm. a detriment if you're surrounded by people and you're absolutely <laughs> people on top of you. Now that sucks. Now people are trying to go in the middle of nowhere and they, they don't want any neighbors, they don't want to see anybody,
0: you know. It's Crazy. Funny. Yeah. Now any personal estimations uh i asked for a few questions we asked uh through the bands page and through the uh the podcast page if people had any questions one i remember i I don't even I'll look at the rest later but one was our personal uh, personal opinions on when this may end or go back to normal
1: uh i'm thinking based on like it's not my own Beliefs, but you know, or my own uh, uh-huh. uh, theories, but based on stuff that I've heard from people who are more in the know than I am, I would say we're probably about three months out from normalcy.
0: Three months out, what is it now? April, May, June, July, so uh, like around August, you think?
1: Yeah, and okay. I think normalcy, it, you know, take that with a grain of salt. It's normal,
0: normal is gonna be a lot different. Now. Yeah, true. What do you think, Chris? Any estimation? I,
2: You know, same thing, what the experts seem to think that perhaps the first wave will will end three or four months. And then, uh, you know, we got to get ready for a possible second outbreak. You know, I don't think things will go back to normal fully. They'll become, you know, we'll we'll become almost uh, used to the current situation and things will will resemble what we knew before.
0: I mean, if it is three or four months, that would put us into like september and isn't isn't like the season that just started originally right around october november
1: that's when we started hearing about it yeah
0: yeah so i mean so basically when this first batch is over then the second uh deal could kind of start (laughs) up almost immediately well i Uh. think the
2: i think the environment will be ready for it and if you and let's say people didn't social distance enough or there's a little bit of remnants kind of lingering in the population and people go back to normal like nothing ever happened that's Mm -hmm. when you could see it spark up again you
1: know it almost it's almost inevitable that it's going to spark up again because
0: yeah why wouldn't it without a without a cure
1: yeah and it's impossible to regulate what people are doing to distance themselves like yeah. social distancing right? Absolutely. So some people well, it is possible only...
0: if you go to Chinese route and, and you know authoritarian kind of route that's the only possible way, but we don't want to see that, of course,
1: yeah, 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 I guess that's the one thing you like i, I don't even i mean it's it's not impossible, but it's just something you don't really picture, you know,,
0: mm-hmm. I've
1: seen that before, so, but I guess it's totally possible,
0: yeah no I, I don't see things getting back to the way they were but to a new beginning because after this if if after a month or two they say okay it's chill everybody go out and do your thing and there's still no cure or vaccine i'm gonna be inclined to think that this was all bullshit to be honest because if it is as catchy is as they say it just takes a couple people in the mix to start it over immediately like a wildfire. And how could they say, go on your business if there's no cure? I could be wrong in that logic, but I don't understand any other way. Like, How could we be told to get back to it without them having a vaccine? Yeah,
1: Yeah, unless um, for some reason they were completely wrong about how it spreads or how deadly it is or something like that. But it I mean, it doesn't,
0: it doesn't look that way. It, it doesn't, doesn't look that way. It doesn't. You're right. But if, if what we're being told is true. But if they say, okay, this uh, social distancing helped, we lowered the curve, go back to it, and you go back to it, it, it would just it, it would seem like it would just take a couple months at most to spark up to the same exact level you know,
2: what's, if what's there was da- no cure. What's pretty dangerous is uh, – this, this is a new article today from Forbes – and it goes, it's, you know, the title is China Thought It Had Beaten Coronavirus, but New and Asymptomatic Cases Are Cropping Up. That's pretty scary, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Yeah, how could they mean, beat it if there's no cure? Like,
1: Asymptomatic, what's that?
2: No symptoms. You just have, you feel like one day you just wake up and you have coronavirus, like the full effect.
1: Holy shit.
0: Mmm. Yeah, so. The Chinese are, uh, I mean, if this is from China, as we're told, you know, we know China's saying it's actually from America and we still have some weird relationship with China, where one day our leadership is praising them. The next day they're villainizing them. We don't know what to even think about China. But if it's from China and some of the stories I hear are true, like China trying to downplay the infection rate of this disease and China in bed with some some of these CDC-type companies and, and WHO places, I mean, what would the penalty be? Like, what could we do? The world, what could they do against a country like China? Nothing.
2: Nothing. Sit back and take it.
1: Yeah, there's nothing you could do.
0: Because there's pretty pretty good evidence right now that China... If this is from China, what we're being closed through—that China knew how severe this was, and did their best to downplay it—and has a lot of pull within the WHO. True or false, Chris? Did you hear that before?
2: I've heard that exact thing.
0: Do you believe that you're very anti-conspiratorial type guy? Does that is that a conspiracy theory out there, or is that actual? A newsworthy I, story.
2: I think people might want to blow it out of proportion, but the, the Chinese will certainly lean on the UN and any kind of, any of its organs when they see it's their advantage. And certainly, like, you know, to, to suppress the idea of a, a epidemic or a pandemic that's breaking out within their country that they can't control, you know, it's a bad look for them. So I could totally see them wanting to suppress any
0: information of that
2: getting out or spreading.
0: Mm. Jeez. So, if there's any truth to that, I mean, they may be responsible for a global Great Depression.
2: Uh, it's looking that that's what it's going to eventually morph into.
0: Yeah, I mean. Wow. Crazy, boys. Crazy. Yeah, a really Global great uh, what,
1: Depression. <laughs> that's like, it, it, that's the danger of everything being connected, you know what I mean? Yeah. When great. You yeah. know, when it's good, it's great. But man, if it goes south, it fucks everybody.
0: Now, when I I said before, like, there could be, you know, there won't be ever back to normal, just a new beginning. I'm thinking that there's going to be some powers that be, even if everything is totally legit, everything we're hearing is true, there's going to be some powers that be that would love to take advantage of this and some just honest changes that are just going to make Lives and freedom harder for us. Like traveling. Like I could see. A new. Kind of. uh, A new setup. For travelers. To have to go through certain hoops. To get on planes. To go to places. To show a new ID. To show maybe a physical. Even driving. Yeah.
1: Even driving I could see it. Because (laughs) since this has happened. There's like a totally new way of looking like we, where we live in the Poconos there's a different way of looking at people from New Jersey and New York now. It's,
2: yeah, it's, absolutely.
1: It's like a total xenophobia uh you know, we don't want them here. We don't want them around here. Instead of being like, you know, it's it you know, people are really thinking hard about their their borders now. You know what I mean? The the, the border of Pennsylvania and New, New Jersey, the border yeah. of
0: there's well I heard there's already checkpoints in uh from Texas into Louisiana there's checkpoints and I think Florida into another there's there's state to state state checkpoints now. Yeah. And uh Imagine, yeah, uh, here
1: you know you know when you go to England from France? Yeah. You got to go through that. That's like probably one of like the the hardest checkpoint or you know, that's like the one the most strictest checkpoints we've ever gone through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, imagine that going for going to ohio or going to whatever you know what i mean like yeah from pennsylvania to to maryland and you got to go through something like that
2: i mean you could see that happening if the spread gets crazy like they're just going to want people they're going to quarantine you in state they're not going to want people you know moving across the border bringing the virus with them you know
0: yeah yeah totally i think travel will change and especially international travel i think uh and I think that will lead to really people, you know, there's going to be a little grace period where things are cheap for travel. But once everything's set up, there's going to be new standards that are going to cost a lot of money for airlines and whatnot. Yeah. And they're going to have new regulations, new codes. People new are going to have to
1: have new, uh, you know, like you see how powerful the TSA is since 9-11. Imagine yeah. it was a TSA for for swabbing people and checking for diseases on before they mm-hmm. travel you know and yeah that could be a whole new branch of you know like a, a new homeland security style thing you know
0: yeah and for people like that with that stuff like us the stuff we do you know we could land in germany holland belgium nobody looks at us twice right we go yeah. right through those don't the only borders where we get our balls broken is canada and england and yeah. it's not even crazy. It's just kind of like routine. You need working papers to get in here. You need a reason to be here. We need to know where you're going, how long you're staying. It blah blah
2: blah. More blah. administrative.
0: Yeah, but in, in the countries I just named, in most countries, okay. land in France, blah, nothing. They really they ask you two questions. You go. I can't see it staying like that after this. Yeah,
2: I can see them yeah. like when before you can get on the plane. Like, listen, in order for me to go shopping at my local uh, IGA, they take your temperature out the door. And if you wow. got a fever, you ain't coming wow. in.
0: Really? Like, they just turn Who's your way. who got stuck with that job? Yeah, it's, it's
2: a pretty crap job, for sure. But I can see that yeah. on, as being on a plane. That, you know, you're, you're yeah. going to get on the and somebody takes your temperature. If you're sick in any kind of way, that, sorry, man. You know, you're not, can't get on the plane.
1: Yeah, totally. Now, and, is uh, that, like, a local, is that just, like, an independent uh, owner came up with that idea?
2: I heard it's going to be, uh, Spriting is what they said, well, they got really bombarded bad over one weekend, like people were in there like you know making a mess, and like, there's a couple of instances up here, people coughing on produce, like saying yeah, that I they were sick, yeah, you know we've seen that on the news, so they Sheesh. took the steps that if you want to come in that uh, you know, can't have temperature you know, and then I think they were going to institute that you have to have your mouth covered like they were, as soon as the c d c s recommended uh you know face masks they're going to want the same thing,
0: yeah. Uh, and how about all the stuff going on with the face mask first they're telling you they don't do anything. Don't worry about them. Now they're saying oh, we might want everybody to wear them <laughs> like we can't yeah, take anything crazy. serious at this point. We can't take nothing serious. The president says put a scarf over your face. Put a scarf over my face. It's a, it's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. But uh, you it guys is. want me to you want you want to say anything else about this. You want me to hit you off with some questions.
1: Yeah, I to do some questions, right? Yeah, you know what? I just wanted to say one thing real quick. You, mm-hmm. you know uh, old people that, are, that have grew up during the Depression? Like, I'm sure you, you guys all know somebody that's like yeah. super old. Yeah. That was even born like just before the, Depre- the Great Depression. Yeah,
0: our bass player, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> so they
1: have a certain mentality towards money and food. That's, like, kind of funny. It's always been kind of funny to us. Like, they stuff cash in books. They hide cash in the mattress. Like, that kind of stuff. Or they, like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: a a pantry full of canned goods. You know what I mean? And it's, like, grandma stuff. that Like, we don't do that anymore. We live, like, day-to-day, paycheck-to-paycheck. We don't worry about that kind of shit.
0: Yeah, or the money's in the bank. And that's it.
1: Yeah. After this thing is over, I bet people are going to start Taking like stockpiles seriously because oh yeah, sure. you see what happens when you don't have a stockpile and you don't ha- you, you didn't even consider this as a, a possibility now you see what happens and how quickly you run out of everything so I think yeah like, it's like a wake up call for this this millennial generation and people y- even younger that uh, we things you know,
0: could change real quick
1: yeah there was mm-hmm. there's like gap generation that we belong to right between baby boomers and generation x where we kind of have one foot in in both worlds so we can relate to this the baby boomer generation the older people and we can also relate to this tech technological generation and we know what it's like to grow up with with uh computers and then iPhones was an easy transition from there, and blah 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 blah. But like those baby boomers can't relate to millennials, and millennials can't relate to baby boomers. We are right in that gap period, right between the two. Um, and it's it's just something I was thinking about as I was talking to uh to Grammy the other day, where she was talking about like keeping cash and mattresses and stuff like that. And I thought that's funny, like. It's going to come back around like a a cycle. You know what I mean? So these young kids Mm -hmm. now with this are going to remember this time. And then that's going to be, it's going to kind of change the trajectory of the way millennials think.
0: Definitely could. It definitely could. If for some weird miracle reason, stuff is just turned off. All right, but we got it, everybody. Go back and do your thing. People, You know how uh, society will forget shit real quick. Because yeah, you know no. we went through the September 11th deal, and we saw how people forgot about that real quick. But uh but if this lasts long enough, yeah, it would change. It would change the complete psychology of a generation. And yeah, we are in the middle of generation X. We had the best of everything from heavy metal to rap. We did the cool stuff. We hung out with the old people. We slapped around <coughs> the young people. I got. Yeah, I don't have crazy. I got a couple hundred thousand stashed in a bunker, but most of my money's in the bank. If they shut the bank down, Uh that sucks. It's a wrap. Like right? Yeah. Like most of our. What happens if the digital access to our money is turned off with the push of a button? It's it's rough. But I know we've all, all like the three of us and a lot of people we came up with. We've all been into the conspiratorial area of conversation way before now for the last 25 30 years probably we've been
1: looking into this stuff
0: and i had a ton of shit saved up already from way back so i wasn't sweating too much when stuff broke out but i did know some people are just not prepared for the possibility and i'll i'll be honest and say i didn't think that possibility was going to come in my lifetime and maybe still won't maybe like this will blow over I, I you know i don't see how the only reason i see how is if it's fake but maybe it blows over and then i'm wrong but it was nice to be prepared in a sense with yeah. ammunition with food with some supplies with some necessities you know my survival shovel stuff like that exactly it's, it's a crazy exactly. time yeah and i know you guys were kind of on that same tip i mean we were, we were we were reading these books about the, the, the New World Order t- 20, 25 years ago, you know, and we kind of got off the, the bandwagon because the bandwagon started being filled with maniacs and, and just, you know, mongoloids and stuff. Oh, absolutely. And stuff. It's, they ruined the whole yeah. damn thing. But, uh, yeah, but there's there's something to it, the possibility. It's just history. It's you a, know. It's a, you know.
2: Think about this for a second, man. You could have, if you were like in your 40s during the Great Depression, there's a, you would have mm-hmm. lived through the Great Influenza, which killed, you know, millions of people. Yeah. You know, a decade and a half, almost two decades prior. So you would have seen that happen, that disaster, worldwide disaster, and then you would have seen the depression.
1: Yeah. I just saw some pictures of the the influenza. They colorized some old pictures, black and white pictures. Oh, and, did uh, you? There was, they were all wearing masks, and there were signs everywhere: uh, "Mask up or go to jail."
0: Oh, damn! Yeah. Jeez. Wow. All right. Let Ready? me give. a... am gonna. I'm gonna put you guys on speakerphones for a second, so I can read these uh, questions. Hold on a second. All right. Okay. 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 uh... Uh, this is kind of a weird one, very off topic, but hey, the guy wants to have some fun. He says, uh, which two guys do you put in the Thunderdome, and who comes out, pick people where it would at least be a fair one, and no one would get their ass totally whooped but a fair fight in the Thunderdome. I don't know what he's uh, asking for, anybody in the world, I guess. I mean, I would like to see, in my opinion, the only fight I'd like to see if I had one fight in the Thunderdome, I'd like to see uh Conor McGregor versus Deontay Wilder. Just to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. Just to see him get his ass kicked. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. Deontay Wilder has
1: a fucking cannon, dude.
0: Yeah, he would crush him and then he'd just you know. He'd be talking in Irish, crying all over the place, you know, whatever. I, I can't stand that kind of <laughs> fucking piece of shit punching old men <laughs> at the bar because they don't like his fucking gasoline flavored whiskey. Get out of here, you prick! You guys, got yeah, who, who? Who you want to see in the one-on-one?
1: One-on-one. <clears throat> I would like to see. Uh, you know, this would be a fun one. See uh, Stickman versus Rick
0: to Life. Oh, and so that's like my, my my theory, right? Just to see somebody get crushed. Yeah, just to see him get crushed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I know the dude he he's he wants to see a fair fair fight, but I don't wanna you know, that's not really what I'm interested
0: in. Yeah, it's not entertaining. I wanna see someone fed to the lions, baby. I'm from <laughs> Roman blood, baby. <laughs> Chris, what do you got? Chris wants to see Einstein versus Newton. Like what what do you want to see, Chris?
2: <laughs> I wanna <wanted> to... <laughs> It's ridiculous. Holy shit, you derailed me. I wanna see a uh... I want to see Putin fighting uh, Trump.
0: Wow. Man. That's you another feed, the, feed to you the lions. want to see today. the American
1: president get his ass kicked?
0: That Yeah, that's like a feeding to the lions. Uh, uh, let me see. Will you get another question here? I keep on like, hitting the wrong button. Okay, okay. Okay, check this one out from our second favorite Puerto Rican, this question came from. Just want to know, Sopranos is the greatest show ever. Did Tony Soprano die at the end, the last episode? In his opinion, he says no. What do you guys think?
1: <clears throat> I think yes.
2: Yeah, I'd say yes.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one, man. I mean, uh, judging by some of tony soprano's ideas on what death is if you go back to the episode where he's in the in the little boat on the lake with uh bacala and bacala says something like what do you think dying is and he says i just think everything turns black that's kind of what happened at the end of the episode so i'm thinking he was killed at the end of the episode
1: yeah i think that was like a prophetic uh <clears throat> or uh, what do you call that? Like a callback to some to, to what he said. Before. Yeah.
0: I, I can't say I'm a fan of how that ended, but I do think he was, uh, you know, killed. Killed. Killed.
2: Yeah, for like sure.
0: Okay, let's see another one here. Okay, here's two questions. If Joe, Mav, and Richie contracted COVID and were given days to live, oof, what is the one thing you would be most proud of about that you accomplished in your lifetime and one thing you are not proud of?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll jump in there. I, the thing I'm most proud of is, is uh, how my two kids that I raised turned out.
0: Great kids, great kids. That's good.
1: Um, that's definitely the thing I'm most proud of. And um, the thing I'm least proud of, whoo, man, there's a long list of that shit, but uh, I think it's probably not telling people that I'm, that I really care about how much I really care about them more often.
0: Mm, especially <laughs> in this situation going on, you re- you realize that?
1: Yeah, it's like a thing that's so easy to do, but so many of us just don't. Take advantage it, of it when you have the chance. You know,
0: it's very possible we may never see each other again. It's right now that's a possibility. Yeah.
1: So I'll just say it right here on air, so everyone can hear it in the world. I love you guys, and I'm happy to be uh,
0: here. Uh, wow! Wow!
1: We're together, and we did all this cool shit, man.
0: Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. what a guy! Oh, What are you uh-huh. proud of? What are you ashamed of? Or not proud of? Uh, I have
2: say, I, I I'll, I'll flip it. I'll say well, what I'm not the most the most proud of of doing is sometimes I just won't speak my mind. You know what I mean? And I like like mm-hmm. a, a personal escalation just deteriorate <laughs> we when like look, fabulous. you know then, Yeah, and you could you know if we, I would have been a little more proactive. Maybe things could have turned out differently. It wouldn't have to have been at the end a gigantic clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
0: you know mean? Well, like that one saying, closed mouths don't get fed.
2: Exactly. Exactly. We could go back into that. I could say there's, there's, there's two things. You know what I'm saying? I, I could be proud of uh, the time, definitely the time in the band, and definitely uh, you know, doing some archaeology and making a contribution that way.
0: Very nice. Now, this is also a second question from this the same guy who's our friend of ours down in Philadelphia named Zach. He says also... Who would most likely be the first to succumb to the effects of COVID? Richie, Joe, Mav, Evan, or Luke? <clears throat> In his opinion, he thinks Evan and Luke. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus, why? <what? clears throat> I think that uh, <clears throat> I'm definitely not like just like uh, immune. You know what I mean? Like I have, I've always get like lung issues. I always get bronchitis real easy. Um, I could see myself getting it.
0: Who would be the first to succumb if everybody got it is the question. Basically, who would have certain deaths?
1: I picture myself beating it, but I picture myself, you know, I can picture myself getting it.
0: Well, the question is, everybody gets it, but who goes down first? Uh, Who who dies to it? That's the question.
1: man. That's a tough one, man. I mean, Evan is physically... A very fit guy, but I I feel like if he got it, he would break. Like his his spirit would be broken,
0: you know. Oh, yeah, he'd be dead in two days, even a mild symptoms.
1: Make him go quicker, you know. (laughs) Oh my god! I I feel the same. Luke, same way. Like like once he gets, if he got it, like mentally, he would just like crumble,
0: (laughs) you know. Yeah, he would he would like talk he's, about it every day. He'd be like, he's like teetering on the edge of that right now, and he doesn't yeah. have
1: it. You know? Oh
2: Jesus, man!
0: And for those who don't know, Luke, our drummer, he's uh he's still working in New York City and at an airport right now. Somehow his uh, work, even though it's just renovation work to an airport, is deemed essential and they're putting his life at risk, in my opinion. Because how, do, how are they going to call that essential, a renovation of an airport that was going on before this pandemic? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah it's not it's ridiculous. But uh, Chris, what do you think? Who's going down? Everybody's got it. Who's going down first?
2: I think I might go down first.
0: Damn, Chris, why? I'll wrong. tell you,
2: because uh, you've got have, AIDS. Listen, if you got high blood pressure, diabetes, or heart disease, it fucking yeah. takes you out at a, at a better rate.
0: Mm, what do you got? Mm-hmm.
2: I got the high blood pressure.
0: Oh, sure. you and Joe both. So it might be me and Chris at the same time. Damn. Yep. Be plenty of it for us to eat. If, if how <laughs> to the rough. <laughs> terrible. I think that, uh, I think, uh, Zach is right that, uh, Chris is smart. Chris is very smart and very disciplined. So even though he's. He, if he gets it, he he would follow protocol. He would do everything right. And he would try to mentally stay healthy. Uh, Jotham would, I think if he was told he had it within a couple of days, he might forget that he had it and he would be fine. (laughs) So I think he'd survive the most. I think uh, like, I agree with Zach that, that Luke, Luke would be, I mean, he would be, if the doctor said, you have it, but don't worry, it's very minor, I think he would still be devastated. And uh, he would just go into a great depression. Uh, he would uh, he would fall to it, I think. And Evan, I think, uh, you know, Evan is kind of like a hypochondriac. He always thinks he has something anyway. He's, he's staying oddly uh, positive during this pandemic. But at the same time... It's <clears throat> almost scary. It hit-
1: it's almost scary how positive he is.
0: Yeah, see, in our band, Evan is known as Evan Mush. Basically, Mush is the guy from a Bronx tale who never could win a bet. And before this even started, Evan was saying how this is nothing and will blow over. When we were discussing if shows would get canceled, he said, no way, this is uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, uh, he just recently said about my cough that Oh, it's nothing. I don't have it. And that got me real nervous. Basically, whatever he says is the opposite. But uh, if he gets it, I could see him. uh, Yeah, it would hit him hard. It would uh, would hit him real hard. Me, I have some health issues, bad lungs. And uh, I definitely wouldn't follow protocol or probably wouldn't do what I told or take medicine. And uh, yeah, I'd probably go out pretty early, too, unfortunately. But we'll see. So I think uh, Joe would be the survivor. <laughs> Chris would survive, but be uh, afterwards would be like in a wheelchair forever, talking out of like a throat thing. But I think he'd survive. <laughs> Let's see I what would else. I have to
1: Take care of you, Chris.
0: You yeah, would, Joe. You have You'd to walk it off. You put a leash on him. Walk him in his wheelchair.
1: <laughs> oh my God!
0: Uh, here's another one. Hey guys, hope you all are staying safe. Have y'all picked up any new hobbies since the lockdown started to pass the time? Also, was wondering what is the worst flying experience y'all have had since Wisdom and Change started just to lighten things up. Any good stories? So, first of all, any new hobbies for you boys?
1: <clears throat> Not really new, but um, I've been trying to tweak some, some uh, little piano things i've been working on
0: nice
1: and uh i've been uh doing real a lot of real estate education which is boring and lame um but that's basically what i've been doing mostly and then working outside you know like just doing gardening and cleaning up property and that kind of shit
0: and the weather is getting nicer right yeah it's kind of a shame like it's like uh it's getting nice out there, and you can't really utilize you guys hear about you ever hear of a graffiti highway? What's no. That? in centralia p a you know that town is closed out that highway that's all graffitied up and
2: oh yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's like an abandoned highway. Do you know that they demoed that yesterday really, really because people they were compl- people were going there to walk around because nobody has nothing to do, but to think that Pennsylvania. Spends money now of all times, when the economy is going down the tank, to demo an abandoned highway to stop people from walking around, rather than if if they really have to stop people from walking around, just put a cop in front of it, and say, "Go home, get out of here. Go home, get out of here." They spend how much money to demo an abandoned man. highway right now? Could you? That's disgusting. That pisses me off. Yeah, that's man. crazy. Absolutely, man! It's ridiculous. Rats suckers. All right, Chris. Uh, any new hobbies?
2: Uh, the usual baboon things, you know.
0: You so know, not new, just a lot of reading.
2: Just a lot of reading, messing around with some programming, you know, usual stuff.
0: Good, good, good. Hobbies for me? No, I did. Uh, I did paint a lot of the house. I did. Uh, I wrote some dope songs that I like a lot, but I think if this ever tones down, I'll probably forget them. Because I don't have really a good way You know how I operate Kind of like they get lost But I uh, did paint a lot Now the second part of this question is uh, What's the worst airplane <clears throat> experience we had? I remember
1: the, To me the worst one Was flying from Newark to Philadelphia You remember that? That small plane?
0: No nah. Was I on it?
1: I I think you were
0: because sometimes we take separate flights and stuff.
1: We flew from Newark to Philadelphia <clears throat> to get our actual flight to wherever we were going.
0: California? And,
1: uh, and maybe it was California. But it was like, a you know, it's only a quick flight. It was maybe like not not even a half an hour probably. Wow. But it was the craziest, scariest plane I've ever been on.
2: Oh, I remember it that. Non-stop. I remember
1: like Boom! 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 It was just like jumping. It was like it felt like we were going over, over uh, like speed bumps constantly, from from all the way from Newark to Philadelphia, and the plane was loud. It had propellers on it, which were like right behind our heads, and it was propellers. Yeah, it was a really loud, crazy fucking flight.
2: I remember Luke being really nervous on that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Oh shit! I I don't remember that one. You know, I remember a bad one going to I think Seattle, where uh it totally like hit Denver. turbulence.
1: Denver. Denver. Yeah. Okay. We're flying into Denver. Yeah.
0: Maybe that was it. Like, I just remember dropping like holy shit! Like the the we hit some kind of turbulence that was like really scared the shit out of you, man. I, I remember that. Not not you, but whoever was on the plane. But uh yeah, I, I think
1: I think that was Denver. That was the that was the time we went there and they, remember uh, we were with Shannon and we saw the turtle on the plane.
0: Nah, shit, man, I can't <laughs> remember I got that one? Brain damage.
1: <laughs> Shannon was Shannon would see the numbers four 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 everywhere. Remember? Yep. <clears throat> so this was like his thing. He would see four 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 everywhere. That's why we did a lot of merch with with four 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 on it back in the in the day because that was like a Shannon thing. So yeah. He would see 444 and it was almost like a good omen. When he would see it, it was like a mm. protection, protection thing. So we were, our flight was delayed flying out of Denver. Uh, and we, because of the, the wind or whatever, the weather was too bad. And Shannon was like, oh, guys, don't worry about it. We're good. And we're like, what? <laughs> he looked down at his ticket, like, whatever, you know. It was, the flight number.
0: Oh, I remember that night. That sounds four, familiar now. It
1: was 444. Four, four. And then we looked at our plane, and the airplane had a big fucking turtle on it, <laughs> <laughs> ah! which was like the thing we always called Shannon the turtle. And the plane had a turtle on it, and we were like, oh, man, that's like a sign from heaven.
0: Wow, that's sick. That is yeah. crazy.
1: had yeah, awesome. you
0: you know any crappy flights?
2: Well, I mean, uh, my personal crappy flight was when we flew that time uh many years ago at the end of one of the rebellion tours to greece and i had uh that pneumonia and oh i really shouldn't have flown. God. and that was the roughest flight ever man
1: chris wow. i wanted to like put you out of your misery
2: i wish you would have man it was
0: miserable yeah,
1: that yeah, was that insane. When you remember chris coffin do you remember that rich
0: yeah that was brutal
1: <sighs> poor dude and then didn't mem- your nose just like explode when we landed
2: It did. I could feel this, like, as the change in pressure, I could feel it moving in my lungs and through my sinuses. It was disgusting.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm changing my other answer. I think Chris will go down first. He's a very unhealthy guy. I keep not that you bring that up. (laughs) See? And that's sucked because we were going to Greece and he was probably so excited to go to Greece. I really was, man. Oh, man. See his people and he sees his people. He's all sick, spreading disease. You know what's a, a good flight story? Our last flight that we've took as a band coming home from London and Evan fighting with everybody and Luke Kirsten, uh, Evan cursing a lady. And
2: <laughs> that was Luke great, Tanner. man.
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I love when Evan disobeys authority at all costs. And I love that. That
2: <laughs> yeah, was great.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's see uh, the next one here. People are lightening up the mood. Nobody wants to talk about Corona. Okay. What's your thoughts on the navy captain getting fired for trying to protect his crew members? Question mark, and what has been the worst part about the lockdown? So first off, you guys both familiar with that story, the navy? Yes. Captain? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, are you? Are you? Do you I'll know honest, enough to comment, Joe?
1: Yeah, I don't really know too much about the protocol. I know, like you know, military is all about protocols. So yeah. Regardless of what, you know, civilians would do in that situation, you can't break protocol in the military. Like, you got to do, you know, it's an order-based thing. So, I I don't really know enough to comment, I guess.
0: What do you think, Chris? I'm sure you'll have a liberal spin. Uh,
2: I will have a liberal spin. I mean, listen, I know that he broke protocol. But, you know, he did it and he took it for his crew. Like, he destroyed his career to save those dudes. So, I got to give him props for that, man. That's a good commander. That's a guy well, you want commanding you.
0: I mean, is it true? Because the timeline really shows that he gave no really you know, reasonable expectation of them replying in time. He just hit everybody up like immediately instead of the, pro- the, the, the protocol and who he's supposed to hit up. From what I understand, he didn't even really give them time to do what they could have and, and would have done. Before he went to those other sources, I mean, that's kind of yeah. what the hell's
2: he doing? Yeah, I mean, he did. He, did, I'm not defending him breaking protocol, but he, he just did, called the
0: guy a hero. I mean, well, I'm saying <laughs> he did what he
2: did to save the dudes. Like he thought at that point, this is what he had to do. So, what are you gonna do if it's bad judgment? If a military standard, you know, his career is essentially over. But maybe he could sleep with his, you know, clear conscience.
0: He'll get a book deal. Well, you know what? He is. Uh, he does have coronavirus. Yes. He was, uh, I mean, his, 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 listen, his, his crew seemed to really like him, but, uh, the timeline did bother me a little bit. And I thought like he didn't give a reasonable amount of time before he started hitting everybody else up and imagine, you know, a different scenario where an enemy's nearby and they think a crew is depleted and sick and fucked up, and they make a move. You know, I don't know. It's uh, He kind of should have kept his mouth shut to things in a different way, if you ask me, but what are you going to do? Like, I don't think his actions led to his ship getting saved. I think what was going to happen happened at the same rate and pace if he just contacted the first person he was supposed to contact. Right.
2: Yeah, it could be. Could be,
0: yeah. you know. And uh, the second part of this question from the great, uh, great London friend, is uh, what has been the worst part about lockdown?
1: Uh, the thing that I hate the most is there's there's certain people that you want to just like help out, like that you that you just can't. You know what I mean? Particularly like old people, you know. Yeah. Um, like my my uh, wife's grandmother, who's you know, been I call her Grammy since you know I was 16 years old. I call this lady Grammy. She lives, you know, she's the, our closest living relative, mm. and uh, she, I can't go there. You know what I mean? Like she's old. That's,
0: yeah, that's so crazy. It's a crazy she's concept. Like,
1: she's so old and lonely, and she lived through so many crazy things in her life, and now she's just like confined to this room, and it's just like it's just does. It seems like you know. It's unfair, yeah. but it's like I know the whole thing is unfair. You can't even think of it in terms of fair, but it's just like I wanna you wanna do something and you can't, you know? It sucks.
0: I mean can't we do they really recommend that we leave an how old is she? She's ninety two. Okay. Let's say she lived alone, like some ninety-two year old people do, but they have constant visitors and people checking up. Is it really better for us to totally avoid them than to take extra precautions, put on a mask, wash it down, put on the proper clothing, gloves, and go check on them? I don't know. I don't know either, but it seems like... I don't like know, it-
1: but you know what? Like, I, w- I don't want to be the one who fucking, you know, infector also. You know what I mean? I don't want to be... Totally.
0: God, so. Totally. I, I hear that. I'm just, <clears throat> like, I think, <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But the possibilities of of this tactic that we chose to to go through it. Let me see if I could, I uh, guess, another, the next question here.
1: If you guys are... Now, I've heard... Uh, You know, everybody says, like, oh, it lives on surfaces up to, you know, six hours or 12 hours or this or that. Is that legit, you think?
0: I heard mixed stories, uh, but I did hear, you know, it sounded like it's possible. They said different surfaces, a metal surface this long, a cardboard surface this long. Yeah, there was Um, a range. uh, Yeah, but I did hear multiple stories from what I thought were all legitimate sources. But none of them said that it dies fast. But some said I I saw one that said 17 hours. Wow! But then I saw another report that said two hours in the same, you know, about the same surface as the 17-hour ones. I I don't know, man. Hmm. I really don't know.
2: Better to err on the side of caution. I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but uh, some, you know, more accurate, consistent information would help us do that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. True. Very true.
0: All uh, right, here's another one. Evening, gents. Hope you're keeping safe in these crazy times. Here's my question. If you could put together your dream band, who would be in it? My dream band would be, this is the person, not me, Ray and Nikki from Knuckle Dust on drums and bass. Joe on vocals. Oh, Joe. Hey now. And the last two members would be the Straight Edge Gods, and I didn't write this. I'm just <laughs> repeating this great question from... uh x i am the bastard x the last two members would be the straight edge gods richie and porcel on guitars there you go i i reject that because porcel's not a straight edge god he's a vegan he's vegan first if you want to be a legitimate straight edge god you have to be straight edge first Ah. okay (laughs) so who joe who's the dream band you would uh put together Ooh,
1: man. <clears throat> well, my my vocalist, I'm going with Anthony from E-Town.
0: Oh, nice. Very diverse.
1: That's my vocalist. My um, bass, I'm going to take uh, Craig Satari.
0: Mm, strong bass, strong bass.
1: Drums, I'm taking Luke Rota.
0: Okay, you're already asking for a battle in this band with Luke and Craig always <laughs> fighting with each other. I know I'm just saying, you know I know, okay. Uh
1: and then on uh guitars <sighs> Guitars I think I would take uh <clears throat> I'd like to hear that lineup with the dude um from uh uh uh, uh Take Offense
0: Greg Mm. Mm-hmm. Good guitar take player Take
1: Offense And And
0: uh, Matt Henderson Wow Good lineup Very that's cool a,
2: That's a good lineup
0: I feel bad for everybody in the band though with, with Craig nagging them And driving them nuts all day And then Luke embarrassing them And making them apologize To everybody they encounter but uh that's a good band. Yeah, it could be trouble. <laughs> Chris, who you go with?
2: I'd say I'll take Mackie on drums.
0: Oh Ooh. shit, Chris is going hardcore. I thought he'd be giving us some of that weird uh Oh, if Rupert you want me to do one heavy metal. If you Any, you want me anybody to do... you want, anything you want, Chris, anybody okay. you want.
2: Uh, well, I'll give you two. Take okay. Mackie on drums, right? Okay. I take uh I take Craig on bass. i mm. put I put uh, Wima or Derek on guitar, and then I take Gennari on the other guitar. Wow. singer, uh, I put Scott Vogel.
0: Oh, that's a pretty dope band. Yeah, that's cool, man. That could be a good band. Now, who's your real one, Chris? Because, you know, come on. Who's the real <laughs> band you put together?
2: <laughs> I'll take uh, mm-hmm. Matt Jarska on drums. I uh, take who's he from? As, as animals as leaders, I take those three dudes, uh-huh. and I I put the bassist for Periphery in there. Oh shit! Right, and and then I put a like a like a Rob Halford kind of singer with them.
0: But who? Rob Halford in his prime. Say that you want to go with Rob, him?
2: Rob Halford in, in his in his prime or Dio, Dio in his
0: prime. Oh, Dio. oh okay. Sure. And then it could be that'd be crazy. And who'd you have on drums in that one? I missed
2: it. Matt Joska, Adam Moses' leaders drummer.
0: Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Damn. All right, let's see. I'm going to take... Ooh, this is uh, kind of rough. Let's say uh... I'm going to take Ozzy in his prime. Nice. Tony Iommi in his prime. Geezer Butler in his prime. And Bill <laughs> Warden is fucking prime. That's it. Black that's it. Yeah, Black you can't,
1: make,
0: can't go wrong with that. Yeah, that's that's a really you know good lineup. All right, let's see what else we got. Let's see what else. Oh, we got a, uh, a message from Hoya. I've been talking to Hoya. We're going to try to do this with Hoya if you guys are down. Because uh, we did, I didn't know if this technology would work. But if it does work, we still don't know because this hasn't been put out yet. But if it does, which I think it, it's looking positive, Chris.
2: It's looking positive, but we're going to explore some other possibilities as well.
0: Okay. See, don't try to change it up. If we got a protocol and we're following something that's working, don't ever say, next time we'll try this and then we can't do it. Like, if we got something that's, that's known to work, we stick with it. Come on, baby. This is the New York Giants.
2: I understand. I understand. But, you know, we could always get a better product.
0: All right. All right. Well, uh, we should try to get uh, Hoy on the next time. If we, if we, fi- if we master these. If it's this, yeah.
1: If this works out this easy, that's it. Would be easy to get a lot of people. Yeah,
0: if yeah. It, if it, mm-hmm. if it works out that they just need Skype and we can make it happen, we got to get Hoy on the next thing because we had Hoy on this podcast I think once and it was just for a little short segment because they were playing that night. But we got to get Hoy on for real and break it all down. I want to hear the history of of everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And let's see what else to see if. Uh, i took like screenshots of all the pictures and now my phone is just staying black i can't get to them i don't know why <laughs> Jesus. yeah so sorry for everybody that uh but you know we got we got how many you want us to do come on what are, i mean i know we're entertaining but, that but is that's entertaining. Pretty, yeah i think we're good cool,
1: cool. we did an hour <laughs> you, you
0: know,
1: know it's over an hour we did an hour, an hour of, uh, we, you know, riveting content.
0: I think that's, Yeah, that's You know, we saved for. some lives. People are on their deathbed right now. They just got a second win. They want to live th- at least until the next episode. There's people that were about to jump off a cliff, shoot themselves because they're so bored and it's quarantine and lonely, depressed. They said, you know what? That might hold me over till the next episode. I think we saved a few lives. So that's I good. Like, I mean, we're <laughs> great people. Yeah. Yeah, we're great people. Anything else to add, gentlemen?
2: I think that's it, man.
0: Everybody okay. just
1: stay safe. And, and don't give up your percent. locations,
0: guys. Don't give up your locations, please. Okay? We've got to keep this secret. Locations. No, no. But, uh, Joe, sign us out.
1: All right. Thanks, everybody,
0: for tuning in.
1: Uh, we'll be back soon with more episodes. Hopefully, this thing works out. And uh, we can do a lot of episodes very easily with this setup. So, send uh, Send questions. And uh, complaints and comments and everything to postamericapodcast at gmail.com or postamericapodcast on Instagram. And we'll talk to you all soon. Peace.
0: Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then. Get your fucking ass out of here before I get you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck do you think you in? This is Post America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.